Hello listeners and welcome to another riveting episode of State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your hostess with the mostess, Stephen Payton. The date is the 22nd of January 2021. Kicking things off, it's been over a week now since the sudden resignation of the former leader of Scottish Labour, Richard Leonard. So, to bring you up to speed, there are currently two candidates running to take the Poison Chalice, Anna Sarwar and Monica Lennon. So, what could this mean for any future discussions around independence? Personally, I'm still very much of the opinion that bringing Labour folk with us will be a surefire way to build support for independence, and polling does show that significant numbers of Labour members now support self-determination. These two candidates, however, have pretty distinct views when it comes to this subject. Sarwar is the hardline unionist candidate. If he wins, we can expect to see Scottish Labour continuing to make the same mistakes around the constitution going forward that they have been for the past however many years, alienating itself from an even larger number of people living in Scotland. Sarwar has already committed Scottish Labour to opposing a second referendum for the entirety of the next Scottish parliamentary term, at least. Monica Lennon, on the other hand, has previously been supportive of a second referendum, despite opposing independence itself, a position everyone who supports the union but calls themselves a Democrat in Scotland should really be holding. Speaking after the last general election, Lennon said, The SNP blueprint for independence is flawed and will disappoint many progressive Scots who are fed up with austerity. Nevertheless, the future of Scotland must be decided by the people of Scotland. So with Lennon at the helm, Scottish Labour may find itself supporting a future poll on Scottish independence. With Sarwar, however, it will be the same anti-democratic arguments we've heard before. We can expect the new leader to have been announced by the end of February, which is really cutting it pretty fine given that there's a holder election just a few months after that. Douglas Ross, the leader of the Scottish Tories, has already reached out on Twitter to offer whoever wins the opportunity to join a grand unionist alliance to defeat the SNP at said elections, which somewhat smacks of desperation given the Tories' recent polling numbers. It appears that achieving nothing for the past five years, while their Westminster betters ignore them at every turn, may have had something of an impact on the popularity of the party. Probably explains why Ruth Davidson is still on their leaflets, despite not being Tory leader for quite some time now. And with that next Holyrood election fast approaching, there has been another poll. This is the 19th consecutive poll showing the majority of Scots back independence. The Servation poll also showed that Glasgow is the most yes city in Scotland, Mon Glasgow, and that the majority of women in Scotland now support independence, which is interesting given that some groups have repeatedly claimed that the independence movement was apparently losing women, but that would appear to be untrue. However, if you are opposed to independence, fear not. George Osborne has a simple plan to turn things around and get the union back on track. Writing in the Evening Standard, the former Tory minister laid out his killer plan to stop the indie movement in its tracks, despite the aforementioned 19 consecutive polls showing that a majority of Scots now support getting out of the UK. And here it is. Just say no, Boris. Just say no. That's his preferred plan. Not make 
tangible improvements to the institutions of the UK. Not address the democratic deficit in Britain, no. Just look at the majority of Scots who want the chance to express themselves through a legal and democratic vote and tell them to shove it. That'll solve it. We'll be back to cups of tea and a sizable lead for the no camp in no time at all, honestly. And according to a former Scottish Tory communications chief, this is the exact strategy that will guarantee Scottish independence down the line. Andy McIver, who is now the director of the public relations firm Message Matters, noted the just say no strategy would probably avoid the breakup of the UK in the short term, but it would simultaneously guarantee it in the medium term. It's like volunteering to go on death row because you're too scared you might lose the trial. Meanwhile, the SNP are seemingly launching their own task force to lay the groundwork for the next independence referendum, regardless of what Boris Johnson says. According to Keith Brown, who will be the campaign director, the group will be used to fire up the wider Yes movement and will be publishing policy papers and creating materials for Yes campaigners to use. And this has already upset the Tories, but that's to be expected. If anything, it just makes them look like hypocrites given the concerted effort that the UK government and Scotland office is making to promote the union, not to mention Downing Street's plans for a union unit that will work to undermine the Scottish Parliament. Or, sorry, is it just anti-independence folk who get to campaign now? Or, I don't really know where the etiquette here is. And finally, this week, Robin McAlpine has stepped down as the director of the Commonweal Think Tank following a blog this week in which he attacked Nicola Sturgeon over the ongoing Salmond inquiry. He wrote, If you really believe that the SNP is going to be in the same polling position by election time, you probably need a reality check. Politics doesn't work like that. And a full year of COVID, COVID, look at me, not my record, isn't likely to play out. There are those that would like you to believe the Salmond affair is over. It is no such thing. In response... Author Laura Waddle described the blog as revealing the circle of delusion as exemplified by Robin McAlpine and Alex Salmond propagating the fantasy each is an important and relevant man. McAlpine will be taking a different role in the organisation. And that brings us to an end this week. With all that said, where does that leave the state of the union? Destined for the same place as Donald Trump and everyone who claimed 5G caused coronavirus or turned your children transgender. See you all again next Friday.